Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. We're gonna speak about something. Uh, it might be not the only solution to solve any dispute, and it's not gonna be only the solution. Uh, the dispute of two married couple is mm. not only. It's it's a tool that if you use it, you will be able to to live a, a better life. You will solve much of issues that might happen between you and your uh, your couple. It will, it will solve the solution between you and your kids, between you and your parents, between you and your neighbor. It will it will help the community to go to a better direction. Uh, today I was I was pitching this uh, in the class, so I could just pitch it right now in maybe a little bit more details. But I'm gonna be starting off like that. Uh, we all agree that we are a mankind, and uh, in Arabic, our name is uh, insan, and. Insan, it's uh, the root, the root word of that name. We all know. Some of us we might already heard that. That nasiya and nasiya does mean he, he forget. So from that perspective, we all know that we forget. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala kept sending down messengers messengers and prophets to mankind to keep on reminding them and remembering them that he is the creator and he is the only one worthy to worship subhanahu wa ta'ala and to follow his command and fulfill you know his uh, his commands and obey him and submit to him only not to anything else so from that i'm gonna take it and as a start point so if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the creator of everything and the creator of the mankind himself kept reminding us and giving us a chance so we could extract the best ever lesson from that to remind each other and to remember that we all forget we all do mistakes mm -hmm. and so we're supposed to remember each other. So what is that tool that the Prophet taught the Sahaba about it? It's the tool of judging our own actions. This judging our own action does mean what? Each one of us, he has, we, we know that as a being, we have a good side, bad side. Mm -hmm. So how I'm going to help this good side to overcome? overcome the bad side inside me and how to straighten this so we have to have this court inside us that nothing will say and will do before passing this to that court and let this court to judge that before it will taking this out so this court has to be loaded by what by the law that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to apply in our life. 
So this court has to be loaded by the law, rules and regulation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to apply in our daily life and how our manners supposed to be. So anything we want to say and anything we have to do or we want to do, let it pass through that court inside yourself and judge it before you say it, before you do it. And after that, you could see that your good side is winning over your, your bad side. Why? Because the law and the rules and the regulation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, give it to Prophet والسلام, Muhammad والسلام, it was the best and the final. And it could be, you know, fitting the whole mankind from now, from the time of the Prophet ﷺ till the day of, ju of judgment. Mm -hmm. So these are the best regulations. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sent the Prophet ﷺ with the, the best manner mm -hmm. ever. Because to remember, to remember you about the story, and these are stories are, you know, authentic from the seerah. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ, his heart was cleaned from any bad things twice when he was a kid. That Jibreel ﷺ was sent down, he will took him, he will open his chest, take off his heart and clean his heart by, by the water. I'm not sure over here if it's a Zamzam water or you know the water from heaven. Uh, the, the, the idea of it, the main concept from the story that the Prophet ﷺ, he was the best mannered Prophet ever happened to the humanity. Because Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took care of him to be like that. And that's why he was able to teach us all these manners. And this is one of the things that we're supposed to adopt in our life, to have this court inside us. And before we say anything to someone or to do anything to towards ourselves or towards others like our wife our kids you know our parents or anything let it pass to that court and this court has to be loaded by the rules and regulations of the prophet and that you know it was taught by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala either way by the quran or by the sunnah and before we do it let it pass by this court and this court is going to be able to help you to see the consequence of it, to look at it from a perspective, if this is what I'm going to say, or this is what I'm going to do, is going to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not. Because we have, we have to differentiate a little bit nowadays about something. Sometimes, things that please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not accepted in these communities. And they consider this disrespectful. So now what you do, you please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or you please the hawa, you know what the desires of people No, you never overcome allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by people what they want that's why you need this court because this court is gonna let you all the time to be on the right path whether people they like it or not because right now as a being as muslim all the time we have to focus on pleasing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not pleasing people Pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will lead to please people, but who, which people? The believers, not the non-believers, or not the people that they have a, you know, the half and half. Nowadays, all of, all, everyone is half and half, and sometimes worse than half and half. 
So this is the best way that if you adopt, you're not going to be in a much of disputes. You're not going to be in a much of, you know, fights. Before, you know, for example, I'll give you an example. If you get inside the house, your wife, she, for example, she was in an attitude for whatever reason. And she, you're trying to communicate with her and she's just, you know, throwing this attitude on you. Now, what are you supposed to do? Use that court. You have a choice. What do you do? If you have the right law, you know, if you load this court. And how, by the way, you load this court? You load this court by learning your religion. How are you going to load this court by the laws and regulation? If you don't learn the law and the regulation, you have to learn it. And in order to learn it, doesn't mean you're going to learn your religion. Nothing happened suddenly like that. You sleep, you get up, okay, now I have everything in my mind. No, nothing happened suddenly. You have to learn. So, what you do? You have two, th two choices right now. Your wife, she's in a m bad mood for a reason. You don't know about it. You get just ins inside the house. What are you supposed to do? You're speaking with her and she's just shouting on you. What are you supposed to do? Now, you take it to the court. It's for you to do something. And by the time this court, the processing of it at the beginning is going to be slow. But by the time it's going to be so fast. It's just kind of like, you know, artificial intelligence. At the beginning, you know, just to take this, you know, calculation. By the time it will be, you know, just intact, instant. Because right now you just, you know, the court, you just get used to the, to the job. So, you have a choice. Either way, you start yelling and shouting like a dumb. Like a dumb, totally like a dumb. Because you didn't think about it. If you thought about it, you're going to understand. She's not fighting with you. There's something bothering her. So instead of you reacting towards something that is happening unconsciously because she's pissed about something else, okay? You, instead of you trying to think about it like that, which is you're supposed to, so what you do instead of shouting, you have to think about it. So what you say? Just ask her what's wrong, what is bothering her. Try to, to approach her. And then, you know, you could just say, I love you. You could just hug her. She's your wife at the end. Everything is halal. I'm not talking about something halal. Your wife. So you don't need to be shy of your wife to, to act with her friendly. If you do that, you save yourself. You save your marriage. 99% of the people, they get into fight for no reason. He was in a bad mood or she was in a bad mood. And the wife, she has to do the same thing. If her husband getting inside, he's angry, he's shouting and yelling or screaming. you supposed to, she's supposed to approach her husband. Ask him what is making him mad. Try to listen to him. Try to focus on what is making him upset to help him not to be upset. And just to let him to get rid of whatever make him upset from outside and keep it outside. And whenever he get inside, he's supposed to be in another place. So he's supposed to change every attitude and manner. So again, this code is actually the most helpful tool ever you could use it. You cannot just, I cannot imagine a world. This is, by the way, this is why it was less chaotic at the time of the Prophet. And his Sahaba after his death, you know, for 300 years, you know, can you imagine 300 years? It was the best 
it was the golden years and we're not talking about one year or two we're talking about 300 years at least the muslim they were in that in their best manner ever because they were what they were doing they were adopting the lifestyle they were adopting these tools that the prophet taught us to do so if you do that you save yourself the kids today, the, I'm talking about third grade and fourth grade, whenever they hear that, they get amazed. Because I don't think even the parents, they approach their kids to let them know that, okay, now I'm a human, you're a human, so what's wrong with us? Why sometimes we fight? Because we don't give each other chance. We don't deal with each other in a humble way that I know you're a human, I know you're an insan, and I'm an, I'm an insan. So I'm supposed to deal with you with the best manner ever, which is what? Accept your mistake as you're supposed to accept my mistake. Even between parents, you know, and their kids. Because do you forget yourself that you were a kid like this kids and you were acting stupid like how he's acting stupid because he's trying to understand things? And he's not doing it because if you told him do that and he's not doing it, not because purposely do not implant this in his mind that he's doing it purposely while he's not doing it purposely because he just forget because that's how you will do the same mistake because you forget you also have to remember that the kids they are looking at you so they are copying what you're doing so you're yelling at them for something that they are watching you do most probably this is what is happening but we because you forget yourself that he's copying you again this is what it is if we just humble ourselves again and remember that we are you know the species that we forget that's why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent downs uh, to to the mankind from the uh, from after adam alayhi salam till the prophet alayhi salam, almost like around 120,000 or more actually more but we're talking about more than a quarter million of prophets and messengers. Can you understand? Can you, 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 it's, it's around quarter million or less. Just can you understand this? Just as a reminder, if you read the Quran from the beginning till the end, you just read all the time. You remember, this is a reminder for the believers. This is a reminder for the believers. This is for the believers to remember. This is for the believers to remember. So why do you think these ayats are over there just, just to, to not understand what's behind that? You have to remember that you're a human being, you do mistakes, and others do mistakes. We all do mistakes. That's why we suppose if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't punish us on every tiny mistakes, and He opened the gate of repentance, you don't want to give your other brother whether he was you know it was your wife or whether whether it was you know if you're a, if you're a, if you're a female you know if, whether it was you know your man or whether it was you know your kids you don't want to give them a chance and you just want to all the time to attack them and just show that you know you're what you're the boss no you're not the boss there's nothing called in islam you are the boss you they are the boss the, the bossy thing it's doesn't doesn't exist it's the leader there's a respect and the respect start by you respecting yourself and humble yourself 
to yourself that you're a being and you forget. First, this will lead for others to respect you. And in that way, you are teaching others to respect themselves. But to think that I'm old, I'm big, you can't advise me. Why? Why? Why this, you know, traditions that destroying, you know, all the relationship between everyone? This is something really we have to, to adopt. If I, I, I swear by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if each one of us, he adopt this court inside him and let anything that he wants to say and anything he wants to act to pass it to that court, I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure. None of us, he will be in a dispute in a, unless in a rare, rare case. You cannot just, just say, this is the, actually, this is the behavior of the believers. And if we want to look at the believers' characteristics that they are mentioned in the Quran directly, I don't think we, we are in a 1% of these believers. We have to remind ourselves all the time and put ourselves in the in that mentality that we're supposed to fix ourselves and allow allow people to breathe stop being after people just like you know you are a control freak or maniac stop doing this we're supposed to allow each other to breathe and to live their life we're supposed to support each other to be righteous Okay, I'm going to make fight with you because you just don't want to work in a bank. What this? I want to speak about you because you don't want to work in it with insurance. Subhanallah, now you're going to fight me or fulan or fulan because he doesn't want to work in a haram, clearly stated ayats in the Quran, haram job. Just because you want to justify something you're doing or your parents doing or your father doing or your, your yes. brother doing, this is... This is against the ayats in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he commanded us ala al-birri wa taqwa And you want to just, you know, do the totally opposite. And then you say he's disrespectful. You disrespected yourself whenever you disobeyed Allah, your creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's one of the day of judgment sign whenever... You are doing something right and the people are fighting against you when you're doing something right and saying that you're doing something haram by not taking this job. For example, like you need to support your family. No, no, no. We just forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the provider and we're supposed to seek the halal to get it. And we just want to jump to every tiny trick to go to the haram and to follow the shaitan leads. And to die, you know, are doing haram. Mm -hmm. This is what shaitan, he wants you to do. He will decorate anything for you to, to do it. Why, while you have the option to choose between halal and haram, the Prophet, ﷺ, all the time he used the, he used the halal. And he chose the halal. He never chose between something halal, hard, and haram, easy. He never chose the haram that is easy. No. The haram is haram. He used the halal. He chose the halal. You guys, nowadays, a'udhu billah min shaitan rajim, we are helping each other to be sinner. We fight the people that they want to go to be on the right path. 
and then we complain our life is messed up Akhi, this is ghadabullah this is maqtullah alayna because you are disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're trying to act righteous by you going praying in the first first line or the second line or you're just trying to pray every day or even if you are an imam leading the prayer what this? what this chaos? and then you want to accuse you know ayn and hasad and whatever brother wake up look into your action your daily action you are disobeying Allah in the core things in life we are being in a level of hypocrisy that God's help us how many of us he just you know have you know that phone and then is ringing and then you know he keeps on tossing and turning till you know the the, the sun rise and then he didn't he, he just missed the fajr this is a sign of hypocrisy are we trying to fix it are we trying to judge our action again we have to judge our action and stop judging others stop speaking about others judge yourself help yourself to be righteous this is our main this is our main responsibility to do let's judge ourselves our kids our wives let's let's not only judge them judge their action to to help them to be better to help ourselves to be better to help our kids to to be better because if your wife she's not righteous she might take you to hellfire if your kids <laughs> the same thing it's your responsibility you have first you have to do your if you didn't do your part and you just want to say the community deviate them you're just lying on yourself because you can consider yourself Nuh alayhi salam while Nuh alayhi salam he was you know trying to guide he even tried to guide his own son even till the last moment in the Quran he was just asking him not to leave it and he was after him and helping him you cannot consider yourself among any of the prophets if you didn't do like them if you were not sincere like them you wanted to, to compare yourself to the prophets be like that or you just want to give yourself excuse and allow your shaitan to twist and turn your mind and to give yourself excuse and get on fire that is a word this is not how it is if you just any one of us it just does that right now. Open the Quran from the beginning. From the Surah Al-Fatiha. Then Surah Al-Baqarah. And he followed the meaning. Meaning after meaning, meaning after meaning. You will cry out on yourself. Because then you discover, where am I from this righteous, from the right path? From, where am I from Sirat Al-Mustaqim? You will cry yourself if you really dig into the meanings. Each one of us, he has to be busy by straightening up himself to try on the right to be on the right path in all this temptation it's nothing easy Wallahi I swear by Allah it's not easy you have to look at it from a big concern because you think you're gonna win heaven just like that you sitting down the first two ayat two ayat in Surah Al-Kahf today is Friday night okay almost gonna be Saturday two ay the first two ayats in Surah Al-Kahf if you read them and you dig into their meaning you will cry yourself where you are you from are you the, uh, among the people that they supposed to be the Ba'ath Shadid or are you gonna be about the people they're going to be among what the reward the believers 
you you want to be among whom is something really critical and serious you cannot just all the time let your your, your kids feel that all of them they're gonna go to hellfire and you are and the prophet that you and you are gonna be you know the prophets that you know you're gonna go all you because you are so good you're gonna go to to heaven this is the sh the mind of shaitan this is what today I say. I know I was speaking the most you know my wife she was really you know she was really you know uh, quiet and listening to that <laughs> you're gonna have to crop me out so from that perspective we just I'm trying to share so you're gonna, you might to hear help. my voice in the background but I'm, I want to crop myself out because so I was really have, listening so you have to help yourself inshallah Jazakumullah khair if you like it share it and like it and put your comment I would like for you to share it so you will have the rewards inshallah Jazakumullah khair assalamu alaikum